Welcome back to Beautiful Blessed Black Queen podcast. I thank you guys for tuning back in for session two. Tonight, we're talking about accountability. I was inspired today by one of my favorite artists, Kevin Gates. You can agree to disagree, but he's one of mine. And he was talking about accountability today. So today, I want to speak on accountability and what does that mean for my daily life and what I've been taking accountability for. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Beautiful Blessed Black Queen podcast, where here we talk about life, health, wellness, romance, finance, and everything in between. Because being a beautiful, blessed black queen, you're so much more than just one moment. So here we unwind, speak about what's on my mind, and we speak on those moments day by day or week by week, however I feel. But today's episode is about accountability. And like I said, I was inspired by one of my favorite artists because I actually see the transition of seeing from being a person who goes through the emotions and motions of life and having to wake up and sort of say. And I had to take accountability for my life when I had my daughter. So, um, kind of crazy how things just line up to be honest because I was just talking to one of my best friends earlier today about how I actually feel this shift in my life where it's almost crazy how I did not know better because once I had my daughter you hear about people when they have kids like it all changes the sign of it like I didn't see like a visual shift but a mental shift definitely happened where I was putting myself in situations that weren't ideal, they weren't healthy, the environments I was living in by choice. I didn't realize I had a choice. I was just feeling like I was floating and I felt like life was happening to me. And I was with a person where I felt like their quote unquote bad luck was like rubbing off on me. And even with that, blaming something on good or bad luck. Now I view life completely different. I feel like preparation plus action equals your manifestations. And I had to take accountability for my entire life. The way I ate, my finances, like what I just what I chose to consume for entertainment. I had to pretty much just really reflect on who I was because The moment I had my daughter, the moment I knew I was pregnant, I had to change some shit. And I'm going to be real with you guys. I'm going to be so real with you guys. It's crazy. Um, I felt like (laughs) I don't even call myself a bitch ever, but I truthfully felt like a bum ass bitch sleeping on my mother's couch pregnant. Here's why. I was with a man who was not helping me financially and I was aware of it as well as knowing that I almost went into the situation when I got pregnant knowing that I would be by myself, honestly. And no one wants to feel like they're by themselves, especially when you're having a baby. But the moment I realized I was pregnant and I was keeping my daughter, 
I had to like, okay, Simone, Cece, whatever, my name's Simone, Simone Elise, Cece, whatever, whatever. But um, you need to get your ass off your mother's couch because when you have a baby, she's not going to sleep on the pillow next to you, period. So I had to really muster up the courage to be like, something is wrong taking accountability for that and only person who can change it is me so I started selling cars and I sold cars and I ran into so many difficulties throughout my pregnancy but just not even health-wise just mental emotional situation battles like um trying to stay in places where God and however you view God um my view is completely different than most and that's a different time different conversation but I felt like was trying to remove everything that did not belong and I was trying to keep it there and that was not healthy. So I had to sell cars. I even got a job at Jimmy John's when I was nine months pregnant. I was doing anything and everything I could to make sure that I provided my daughter a home, I had a vehicle and I had stability for her because the biggest thing that was important to me was that she deserves a home. She deserves her own space. I never wanted to give birth to my child staying with people who weren't technically supposed, like family was here for me and support, but I wasn't going to my family for support because I was ashamed and embarrassed. Um, They helped me, but when I finally got my own apartment and I had to work my ass off to do that because I was the only one who paid for my apartment. Like I had financial help, but it didn't even come from her father. It came from his mother. So, and that was only like $200, let's just be clear. I had to come up with like thousands of dollars to move into my apartment. My mother helped me get a car and literally she helped me furnish my apartment. But like she gave me the, the needed things to have a daily life. And it was on me and my child's father to do the rest. And in this moment, I can't blame him for anything. And from my personal look, I have to take accountability for the situations I put myself in. I can't control people's actions, but I can control my reactions and my actions. So... It got to a point where when I finally did have my daughter, um, I had an emergency C-section and oh my God, (laughs) you guys, I was so fucking pissed behind this because I just had a whole plan because like, I felt like I know I'm with a bum ass nigga at this moment. And as soon as I have this baby, I'm gonna go back to work the second third. So when they told me I had to have a C-section, one, I've never had surgery. Two, I have never broken a bone. Three, all these people touching me I felt violated it was just uh, uh, it was just so weird to me how my body just became like a specimen and sort of say like doctors men and women just being able to touch me and just be and I understand it was because like my daughter needed to be healthy you know whatever needed but at the same time it was just like the position I put myself in as a woman it was just so so much so fast and I didn't even have a moment to process so fast forward had this emergency c-section now I have to sit at the house 
and I'm so scared because not scared of him because he's not a negative person he just had things he needs to grow on as a person we weren't meant to be together because I was providing him stability but he was not providing me none and then on top of that I was fearful we would lose our home because I was the one who's paying all the bills and now here I am cut open literally scariest thing in my life because I had to be awake for it I didn't even get to go to sleep like I had to be awake for the whole thing like I had medicine but like it was just terrifying honestly so and then even with healing I was not all the way there thinking to myself like how are we going to keep our house he doesn't work he for some reason this person doesn't see the that it take you have to work to keep a home like it was like they was comfortable and it was like my daughter doesn't deserve this so I had to muster up the courage when my daughter was four months old where I was hurting myself trying to get this person to go to work driving them to work and they were only working like a couple hours and like we'll come home and I'll just be like what's going on oh I got to leave early but why would you want to <laughs> like that shit was just making me so fucking mad because it was like I worked so hard to like get my daughter her home her stability and here you are like single-handedly tearing it down right this is what I'm feeling but what I'm not realizing is the fact that I had a choice. Every day I stayed, I had a choice. So when my daughter was four months old, I chose to choose her over him and to choose me over this. And I, I moved into my mother's house, even though I was embarrassed. And did I have sisters. So I just felt so small in the eyes of everyone I loved. And, but every time I looked at my daughter I would just speak to her all the things that I know I'm going to do not want to do that I'm going to do I would just tell her even though I knew she couldn't really hear me and understand me at that time because she was so little and still now because she's still so young I would just be like mommy's gonna get you your own home you will have your own home will have her own car again like all these things because like I was experiencing so much car trouble it being stuck on the side of the road with her trying to get someone to work it was just so much and I would just speak positivity into my daughter and over her even even if I didn't believe it at that moment I literally would just be like mommy's in this other situation I didn't know when I didn't know how I didn't know where but I just knew I was going to, and I had no choice but to. So I took that time healing at my mother's house. Being My mother was such a great support to me. Like, I don't wanna say she became a father to my daughter, but like she's the epitome of a grandmother to me. And that was a journey within itself. It was so surprising because again, I was so embarrassed. I didn't want to be like, I told you so type of situation. Instead, my mother just embraced me, allowed me to heal in peace. And when I got the courage and the strength to actually get back to life and work again and get this money together to move out, I finally was able to move out. I finally have a home for me and my daughter. Um, I had started running a business. I had a, a newer car. Like... My daughter has everything she could possibly need. Now my life has a, a, a level of peace to it that's so unfamiliar to me that 
like I was talking to my best friend about today is like I always wanted this piece I've always felt like I deserve this piece I'm so grateful for this piece that I have now in my life that is almost eerie because it almost felt like sometimes it feels unreal but I'm so grateful because the thing was what I had to take accountability for was my actions and realizing that my choices no longer just affect me it was it was it wasn't even okay that I put myself in certain situations but at the same time now looking back in looking back realizing that I was willing to accept all outcomes because I felt like life was just happening to me and I had to deal with it. But now I'm like, no, I don't have to deal with nothing I don't want to deal with. These are my 24 hours and I don't have to give you a single hour of it, whoever, whether if it's a job I don't like, a person I don't want to be with, or a person I don't want to speak to. You're not obligated to my time. I'm not obligated to pain. Pain is not obligated to me. I can choose to be happy. And what makes me happy is seeing my daughter smile. And what makes my daughter smile is her seeing me smile. So that means I have to do whatever it takes to make sure that I keep a smile on my face. And if that means some people are going to be upset, as long as my daughter is smiling and healthy, I don't give a damn. (laughs) Like, period. So now I eat better. And what I, mean, what I mean by I eat better, I eat cleaner. I don't drink pop. I, I stopped drinking pop for real years ago. It's like, it actually hurts my mouth when I drink pop. Like the, whatever makes the fizziness, the acidity, whatever, it's too much. I don't like it. I don't like the way it makes my teeth feel. Um, I eat fast food here and there, but I try to minimize that. Um, I make sure that if I do buy groceries and stuff like that, as far as meat go, I get... I get um like ground turkey, but also I get a lot of like meat replacements, like uh, the Beyond Meat burgers, the Impossible stuff, like just plant based, not necessarily vegan veggie. I feel like if you find like the plant based um, proteins, they're a lot healthier. And um, I drink a lot of water. I love water. I can drink water all day. Like I flavor it with lemon, all that stuff. I love smoothies sometimes. I'll drink more smoothies than I eat. And I'm not a real big on cooking. Like I cook for my daughter. I don't cook for me, which is another reason why I have to take accountability because dudes will really try to enter into your world and be like, cook for me. And I would be like, nigga, no, I don't even cook for myself. Why would I cook for you? <laughs> but again, that's all another topic. And I have to take accountability of my finances. What was I spending my money on? Like, cause I'll find myself in positions sometimes just like, oh, I wish I had more cash, but I'll spend my money on bullshit things that I really didn't need. So now I make sure like, if I'm, if even if I have extra cash on the side, I set it aside. Like if I really don't need something, I'm not gonna go get it. Like I don't need that makeup brush. It looks cute, put it down. I don't need that lip gloss. I don't need, I don't even like to drink a lot. So it's like, I don't buy hard liquor. Like I'll buy wine. Cause at least I know it will last me longer and stuff like that so those types of things uh really paying attention to where i'm going so like now instead of just trying to just go to bullshitty ass places like clubs and stuff like that i was never really big on clubs but like i'm like i have four places i go home i go to work i go to parks and i go to my mama house and if it's not one of those four places it must be an event 
because I'm not leaving my house for no other reason. Honestly, and the parks are for me and my daughter. We go walk around the lakes. I like taking her around nature. I could take her to places with TV screens, but I'd rather her go see people. So we'll go to different.